Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20, they're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare chested. Somebody stop Look that out, man. Here comes the... Do you play in the NFL? What's longer, a half or five-eighths? Or... But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Honey, I Covered the Spread. We are back to our regularly scheduled programming. I am your host, C-Mac, joined as always alongside me by Foley. Foley, Judge hit 62. There are no more interruptions. Now we can focus on the football. Mm. Yeah, we. I have some takes on that, the Judge stuff, but I don't know if people want to hear them. But, I, know, let's, uh, let's start right with it. Let's get into it. Have, have we spoken about it? I don't know if we have. No, we have not. We have not spoken anything about this. Um, I hate this like American League home run record thing. I cannot stand it. Um, it's one league. Uh, no, no one cares about what, what league did it. Now, it's either like get rid of the Bonds record, the steroid guys, or this, or this means nothing. Like can we agree on that? I don't think it does. I don't think it means nothing. Oh, it means nothing. You think it means something to do, like to split it into two leagues like that? Yes. Oh God. See, I I couldn't disagree more. Um, you don't now, think it's cool again, that this is someone Ruth and Maris though? For no, 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 that's cool in its own right. Like, like don't get me wrong. Like that's cool in its own right. That's like saying you know, oh, I passed Babe Ruth on the all-time home run record record list. That is cool. But it's not the record. No, I'm not saying it's a record either. Okay. So that's where, because personally, I don't think the steroid records, they should be removed personally. I agree. Um, but if MLB is not going to do that, we're not uh, this celebrating fourth ball time on like it's, it's, it's stupid to me what, what's going on. Now, if you're a Yankee fan, that's one thing. But the MLB tracking and, and watching college football on Saturday, and we're going to go to live judge at bats to see if he breaks the American League home run record. That's stupid. You either got to shit or get off the pot. You can't. They they want the viewership and they want to hype it up, but you get you can't say he's chasing a record in one league. That that to me is just so so stupid. Um, so I think we we just maybe disagree a little bit on the AL aspect of it. Um, I think it should be considered the real home run record, but it's not. So I'm getting annoyed with this. Basically, what what the hell are you what what are you showing me? The Yankee home run, like <laughs> when someone's about to break the 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 Marlins home run record, are we going to tune into them? No. So well, that, I mean, that would be that of, would be sixty. So probably. Giancarlo had fifty nine. Right, he had fifty nine. That's a bad example. <laughs> but like, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah, just I went, where saying. do we where do we draw the line on? all of this um i think it should be the record i'm not, and i'm a mets fan i'm not even being a hater of it i think it should be the record but if it's not going to be then i we don't need to you know I, I don't even understand what exactly the whole thing was about i thought it was considered the record like unanimously i didn't realize that people majority of people still consider bond's record the real one you know what i mean i, I thought we were all on the same page that that stuff's just like throw that out um 
but no, we were simply just celebrating the AL home run record, which is wild to me. Yeah, I think they when they say AL record, I think the, the uh, if reading between the lines there, they really mean like the clean record. But I I, I agree with you. It's like you're not going to put them in the Hall of Fame, but these records are going to count. So like you know, right, like, right, right, right. What are we doing I, here? I I that's that's my whole issue with this thing, and it sucks for a guy like Judge, in my opinion, because I think it should be the record, but. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> All right, so we got that out of the way. Uh, what'd you uh, What'd you think of week four? Huh? You got any winners and losers here? Yes, yes, I do. Um, I'm going to start with my winner. I'm going to go, and I want to make sure I don't screw up my numbers here. Um, my winner of of week five, or is it week four? Four. I can already tell. Multiple odds start week four. Winners. My winner of week four is kind of a. a a collective winner from the past few weeks. And I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Uh Um, After week one, losing 19, three to the, to the bucks, Dak gets hurt. You know, things looked bleak, man. I'm pretty sure they were, they were heavy favorites to miss the playoffs. Um, All this stuff. Cooper rush comes in and they rattle off wins against the Bengals and then two division rivals in the G men and the um, football team. Now, that's, I'm not saying the Giants and, and football team are anything great, but still two division wins is, is big time. To go 3-0 and with your backup quarterback, um, I'm, I consider them the winners coming into week six. Uh, obviously, they have a big, big game against the Rams, um, and I think it's a winnable game, to be honest with you. So uh, we'll get into that, though. Well, who's your winner for week um, four? I, I got a couple written down. Let me okay. just – all right, winners – I got Zach Wilson, Geno Smith. Zach looked very good in the fourth quarter. Geno might be a front runner for the MVP right now. And then my other winner are quarterbacks who wear gloves. So Teddy two gloves mm. and Kenny two gloves, both mm. getting uh, a chance again starting the NFL. To uh, was concussed last week and that got compounded, obviously. So Teddy two gloves for for the time being here, and then and Kenny Pickett finally. As I said last week, by the way, I just thought he was going to start the game after the 10-day rest, but Kenny Pickett did come on at halftime. Didn't really – he had that really nice throw down to the one, hit two sneaks in, I believe. So I guess we'll see. I mean, they looked energized. Um, does not get easier for them, though, going into Buffalo this week. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, quarterbacks with two gloves, man. Fair, fair. Um my loser, and I, I think we may agree on this. Um, the consultant who helped to clear Tua for the yeah. uh, Bengals game, yep, uh, fired. It is very hard for people in that type of position to be that bad to the point where you're fired immediately. Um, if you watch that Thursday night game and you saw Tua get hit, uh, or really if you watch the Sunday game against the Bills and you watch him wobble and get up, I, I remember placing a live bet on the bills instantly being like, he's done. He comes out of the tunnel uh, for the second half rolls out Thursday. And the way he, you know, he's thrown up gang signs. I'm not trying to make fun of it, but like, you know, when his hands started going crazy, I'm assuming you watched it. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was very disturbing um, to a point where, and everyone I think across the world was like, he shouldn't be out there in the first place. And if we all know that on our couch, how did this guy who Lord knows how much he was paid and how, you know, his credentials, Rolled him back out there, uh, fired, immediately yeah. fired, and yeah, I, and he was he, ind- independent, correct? Like he wasn't a, a Dolphins employee. 
I, I'm not sure. You just wonder what really happened because, I mean, you, you need a fall guy right there. It's going to be him. Was it actually him or was it like two? Like, I'm fine. I, you know, I, I don't know. But unaffiliated right here. The NFL PA has fired the unaffiliated neurotrauma consultant who evaluated Tua after he stumbled off the field in Buffalo. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. he's got to be the biggest loser. He's got to be the biggest loser. Um, I just have two written down here. Um, for losers this week, um, any Detroit fans that have the defense sign, if they, if they brought that to any of the games so far, Detroit okay, is allowing sure. 36 points a game. That is, that's pretty bad. So mm-hmm. you're not going to get a lot of use out of that. And love. Love is the loser this week after reports came out that Tom Brady and, and Giselle have hired divorce lawyers. So mm. that looks mm. like it is going to not end well for, for Tommy Brady. I think he'll be all right. Chose football over supermodel. Ultimate winner. <laughs> Someone photoshopped uh, a picture of um let me find it. It's gonna be hard to explain. It was pretty much they they um photoshopped DMs with him where like they were like saying shit being like, Hey Tom, like how are you feeling? I know like this long, like thoughtful message, and he just goes foot. And they, they say another thing, follow up, and he just ball. <laughs> it was just, it was pretty funny. I, I probably did a poor job explaining it, but it was uh, very funny. Yeah, he he um the photoshops of him changing his banner to a picture of him with his kids to yeah. uh, uh, the the team model. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, that, that's wild. We'll see how that plays out, right? Um, not surprising to me though. I don't know about you. No, because I'm sure he actually did retire last year, and he's like, you know what? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Still got a little bit. You either, you either die a hero or play football long enough where your supermodel Brazilian wife wants to divorce you. Mm. And that and that, that became him. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, so, so that was winners and losers here. Uh, Foley, you went 6-5-1 and one last week. So your record is 16-11-1. After all the shit I talked last week saying there's no way I'm going to have a losing week, I had a losing week. I went two and three, so I am now 11 and 12 this year. I don't know what punishment I need to do. Maybe we put that on the Instagram or something, because I think I did say (laughs) there should be a punishment if I don't have a winning week, and I didn't. Fuck those refs in the Philly game. A.J. Brown should have scored a touchdown. So I am under 500. You are over 500. I don't like the slate this week. I don't know if you like the slate this week, but but let's dive into it here. We're going to find out one way or another. But we're going to start with Thursday night. We have Denver hosting Indy. Short week here for both sides, obviously. Denver is now laying anywhere from three to three and a half. Um, DraftKings still has a three out there. A total of 42. And um, we got word today that Jonathan Taylor will not be playing. Uh, I'll start with this one. Uh, do you have a play on this? I do not. Okay. I'm going to start with this. I'm leaning under to a certain degree. Um, I don't think I have to go too into depth there. I don't know why, why, where my thought process is there. Um, this indie offense is horrible across the board. I was on Titans last week. Um, they, they they can't do anything, and I don't expect that to just happen overnight. They are uh, ranked last in, in scoring in, in the league. And going up now against a, a, a 
above average Denver defense, in my opinion, on the short week in mile high. Uh, I am very tempted here to take the minus three with Denver. Uh, and also on the other end of the ball, right? You got uh, indie defense, which uh, has been very good with stopping the run, gets torched through the air. Uh, Javante Williams out for the season. Uh, so we have both running backs out here. And I just feel like on the short week at home uh, with the weapons of Judy and Sutton, I'm going to, I'm going to lay the three here on Thursday night. Uh, personally, don't know if that's going to be a contest pick. We're, we're bringing on a guest this week. Um, I want to see if I can find five, five other ones as we work through here uh, because my Thursday night record typically is not great, but uh, give Denver minus three and, and the under is what I'm looking at. Okay. I like that. Yeah. That was the, that was the uh, way I leaned as well. Mm-hmm especially Denver. Um, this, this uh, indie team looks so bad. I just, I don't think I'm ready to bet Mr. Uh, limited again, uh, but we'll write that one down for you. Um, that's, that's a, probably the first clunker they got on, on Thursday night football. And it's not a, I wouldn't even say it's their fault. Who knew that the Broncos are going to be like this and Taylor's going to be out, even though he's been fucking awful anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I got, I got no play here, but I lean, I lean the way you went. And then, and then, you know, Broncos, you know, receiving props, Judy Sutton, whichever you're more of a fan of. Uh, I just, I, I think they got to move the ball through the air. But no Javante and fucking Butterfingers, Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we'll move on, though. We're heading over back to London. I didn't realize they're doing back to back London uh, games week to week. But uh, Aaron Rodgers and co hosting or hosting with the air quotes, uh, G Men. They are the line open seven and a half. It shot up to nine, down to eight because it looks like Dimes is going to play. But a total of 40 and a half. And right now, Green Bay is laying anywhere from eight to eight and a half. What do you got? I like, I'm, I'm taking the Packers here. Okay. I, they haven't looked particularly good. But what does Aaron Rodgers love? The spotlight. Mm. What do you get in London? The spotlight. What good is Danny Dimes if he can't run? Mm. He's not good. That was a trick what's, question. What's what what am I what what am I or hold on, what's this saying? Uh without my cookies, I'm just a monster. <laughs> without a healthy ankle, I'm just a new quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a... Uh, who was the Paxson Lynch? <laughs> uh, so, so I'm I'm taking the Packers here. I got it at eight. Um, I'm okay with that number. I don't think Danny Dimes is worth a point. Honestly, he can't throw the ball. They still have no Shepard. Galladay's banged up. I don't know if he's going to play. No Tony. No Wandale. Uh, Wandale Moore. Can Can Saquon do it? Maybe, but. I'm not sold on the Giants. They have played a pretty bad schedule, and I think the Packers are the best team by far they're going to play right now. In the first uh, five games, and I think that they're going to get exposed. Yeah. Uh, so both teams should be able to run the ball, uh, basically, you know, looking at the matchup here. Uh, Green Bay, third in success rate, running the ball, going up against defense, that's 18th. And then on the other side of the ball, the G-Men are eighth in EPA, uh, rushing-wise, going up against Green Bay, who is 27th. So you would think both can run the ball. Uh, Giants more of a home runner bust approach, whereas Green Bay will kind of just death by a thousand cuts. 
So I'm leaning under here. I will be teasing Green Bay down. Uh, they're at eight, so I'm going to take them down to two. I'm going to pair that with Tampa Bay, which we can talk about at a later point. But I'm going to be doing that little Wong teaser. And I will be looking to get some sort of, you know, prop-wise, like I just said, I really feel like both these um, teams should be able to run the ball. Uh, more faith in the Packers, so I'll be looking at some of the Green Bay player props come Sunday morning and leaning under as well, just because if both teams are running the ball, you know how that goes. Uh, Packers D-line up against that Giants O-line should wreak havoc. I kind of like your Green Bay play. I, I'm thinking about it. I, I tease it for now, but I'm thinking about it. All right. There's always room for one more. Yeah. You got any takes on that game? I don't think you, you've – I started with that one. Did I get that to you? Or did I... I started with that one. Okay, sorry. Remember, um, we, and right. then we went through Danny Dimes, how a quarterback without a healthy ankle is packs the right. range. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You're right. Okay. Moving on. We got New Orleans, who have not announced who's playing quarterback. I have to think it's Andy Dalton. I don't know yeah. why they would go away from him. Uh, I heard – I saw Taysom Hill was taking snaps. Um, I hit Taysom Hill anytime touchdown. Oh, last time nice. I'll have you know a little plus 400 there. Very, very nice. Um, they're going up against Seattle, they're hosting them in the uh Metrodome. And is that not the Met? Yeah, I'm losing my mind. Superdome. Um, and uh, New Orleans is laying five and a half with a total of 46. I guess I'll start. Um, Seattle's kind of taking on that mold. Uh, similar to Detroit of a no defense, but surprisingly good offense. Uh, they, they've they been running up scores. I'm not sure what their ATS is as far over under, but um, I personally have nothing on this game as of right now. It seems like a lot of points for New Orleans, but at the same time, that New Orleans D is um, really good. And I think Gino more so takes advantage of weak defenses. I, I don't love this spot here on the road, uh, you know, in that dome going up against that defense. Uh, I would lean New Orleans here. Uh, matter of fact, I may actually play them. I'm going to give me that. Give me what's the best way for me to go about this. Give me. I don't know if I want a team total or a delay the five and a half. You, you give me your take on this game. and Let me figure that out. All right. I have a play. I'm just trying to find the actual line. So, there have been five teams that haven't taken the bye after London. Their opponents' team totals, the over is four and one in those games. So, you're saying Seattle's team total is what you're looking at? Correct. Just trying to find it. Because Um, I'll have you know, the the other team... That falls into this category is the Bears, and I'm fucking sure as hell not taking the Bears team total over. So I had to be 25 and a half. 25 and a half. It's 25. Oh, I'm sorry. For Seattle. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. For Seattle, it'll be 20. It's going to be like 20 and a half. So basically, you need three touchdowns. Yeah, I'm taking it. Right. The total of 46 would be 20 and a half, and and then 26. Yeah, whatever. We'll figure out the real line. I can't find it right now, but. Probably around there. So I'm going to take that. I got, I got to take advantage of that stat. And I'm not doing it with the Bears. And right. they just put up 48 against the Lions. So I know it's, the Saints are definitely – but coming back from London, jet lag, probably don't have a lot of time to prepare. It is the Seahawks anyway. Mm-hmm. Defense is not going to be keyed in. 
Okay. I'll stay away then. Uh, I I I like where your head's at. I I really like this matchup for New Orleans, but that's a decent. That's a good point. And just New Orleans right now offensively is a little very very weird. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if I'm on New Orleans come Sunday. But nothing for now. Yeah, I, I they they almost look better with Andy Dalton too, didn't they? I mean, outside of they I, they shot themselves in the foot so many times. They yeah. they should have they should have beat the Vikings by you know a pretty good margin there. Yeah, I would agree there. And um, it's just I do think Gino really needs. I think he really excels in spots where he should, and then I, I worry about him going up against that defense on the road. It, uh, yeah, uh, that's gonna be a tough one for me to stay away from. I, I do like, I just like the Saints in that spot, but nothing for me for now. Okay, and we'll move on. Jacksonville hosting Houston. Jacksonville is laying seven. Total of 43 and a half. And looking at the forecast right now, 76 and sunny with 12, 12 mile per hour winds. Nothing too crazy. I'm going to let you start here. I don't have anything for this game, but I think Zay Jones is coming back, which I think is probably pretty big for because, well, all right, let's start here. After racing out to a 14 nothing lead against the Eagles, the Jaguars forgot how to play football. I think Urban Meyer sunk his way back onto the sideline after they went up two scores. And then uh, they kicked him off uh, in the fourth quarter because they started playing a little bit better. But what did Trevor Lawrence have an interception and four lost fumbles? I know it was mm-hmm. it was a monsoon, but, man, hold on to the ball. I think they still only lost by seven, right? They, they almost got a – I think it was 29-22. Um, so, you know, good start, bad middle – maybe a little bit better for now. They could not stop the run. So, you know, Damian Pierce, maybe. I know the Eagles' run game is a little bit different than everyone, but uh, Damian Pierce looked great last week, too. So, you know, maybe some of his props, but in terms of lines, no, nah, I, I, I got nothing here. It it seems like, well, I mean, God, can we find it? When was the last time Jacksonville was this big of a, a favorite? Oh, God. <laughs> it's been a while. Let's put it that way. Do you have a play? Tempted to go Jacksonville in some capacity. Once again, I just I I like that offense under Peterson this year, man. They can they can throw the ball, like you said. Things fell apart in that monsoon last week against a very good Eagles team. So I don't want to I don't want to bump down Jacksonville too much coming off that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston's D looked fucking horrible. Yep. Um, and that offense does not look much better uh, through the air, at least. Uh, they, they can run the ball to your point. So. I'm leaning Jacksonville in some capacity. Team total is probably around 23 and a half, 24. Seems a little rich for uh, Jacksonville. Let me look at their game log quick. See what they've been doing as far as points wise. Uh, 21, 38, 24, and 22. You know what? I'll take the team total over in Jacksonville. This is um this is a really good spot for them to really um showcase what they can do on offense, uh, and it doesn't hurt on the other side with a team like Houston. Um, you know, uh, Mills is is prone to throwing interceptions. Maybe get some short fields. Uh, you know, God forbid a pick six. I'll um I'll take my chances there with Jacksonville with the team total over. We're gonna have to get the official number. I don't know if it's. Let me see if I can pull one up here. I don't know why I can't see any team totals right now on FanDuel or DraftKings. Let's see if I can grab one. 
Yeah, because you figure I actually like that play a lot. At home, one o'clock. Especially because that I feel like they're getting penalized a little bit for that monsoon. I mean, I know I know that the Texans defense outside of that Chargers game looked decent enough, but man, did they look bad. Yeah. And this isn't the this isn't your dad, these Jaguars. No, and Zay Jones also missed last week. He should be back this week. I think he's a pretty big part of that offense. So, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I can't find one either. It, it, 23 and a half, 24. We'll have to get the once we get the first, once we get that number, we'll we'll tweet it out. But um, you got anything here? Nope. No, I do not. Well, all righty then. We will keep moving on. And we will head to Buffalo playing 14 against Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm, I can only imagine the statistics on that or, you know, when the last time Pitt caught double digits like that. But um, total 46 and a half. And uh, I'll let you start with this one. Yeah, so I am leaning Buffalo. I don't know if I'm going to take him yet. I just uh, – this is – I mean, they tried, to, they tried to give kind of the cupcake uh, – to to our good friend uh, Kenny Pickett against the Jets and the Jets. I mean, the Jets got pressure with like three guys some of the times. They had three sacks. They were. Uh, it, it, I wouldn't say the Jets are a particularly good defensive line, at least not yet. It's really just Quinn and Williams right now. So the fact that they were getting pressure would scare me a little bit going into Buffalo. I mean, I this is one of the toughest spots I feel for a rookie quarterback, and. I feel bad for Kenny. So I Bills just beat the Ravens. They're coming back home now. This is only their second home game. I mean, that place gets nuts. It's a one o'clock game. The Bills offense is sputtering a little bit, but again, it was pouring in Baltimore. So I'm not putting too much stock into it. And I don't do you think I, I don't think I mean Kenny Pickett threw three picks. I know one was a Hail Mary and then two were tip passes, but Three picks against the Jets in, in, in a half. So, I mean, what what are the Bills going to do to him with a little bit of tape on him now? Game planning for him for the whole week. I I, I can't see it going well. Yeah, it's just too it's, it's too many points for me to even look at. Um, it, it's an ugly one. It, mm-hmm. It's an ugly. I, I I think this offense could you know he gets to prepare for a week. Pick it that is. Um, this Buffalo defense is is pretty solid. Um, is the secondary all back for them? Uh, they're still just missing. Hoyer is definitely back. Yeah, I think they're just missing Tredavious and, and Mika or Micah. Okay. I can never get his name right. I think it's like um, Mika Hyde and Micah Parsons. Like it's spelled the same. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, so he's still out. Um, Tredavious White is. Obviously, Hyde's out for the year. And then... Oliver came back as a limited participant. Poyer actually did not practice today. Neither did Edmonds. And then, obviously, Jameson Crowder broke his ankle, so I think he's out for the year. Pittsburgh's team total is 16 and a half. But no, I'm not going to take it. I'm going to stay away. (laughs) I'm going to stay away. I'm I, I, looking at the over. Um, like I said, Buffalo should be able to score. And I feel like Pitts, man, there's so many goddamn weapons. And I think Pickett is a spark plug. I think you have to upgrade the offense compared to Trubisky to him. I don't, it's just a matter of how much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to stay away. 
I'll mm-hmm. stay away. I'm, I'm not uh, rushing to get involved there. Yeah, that is an ugly game. And, yeah, I, I'm leading Buffalo, but I, I, I don't know if I'm going to take that. You're right. It's it's a lot of points. Right. It's too many, but hey, it clearly it clearly it's it's warranted if we're we're struggling. But I, I would lean Pitt. I mean, 14 points is so many points for for you know Tomlin. You hear you you, you know. I, sure I, I just don't think with Kenny, him. I don't think Kenny Pig is that good. I don't think he's that good. Yeah. So sure. I'm, I'm going to die on that hill. He's going to turn That's out to fair. be amazing because Christian Kirk's been amazing. So very fair. More than fair. We'll move on. Tampa Bay hosting Atlanta. They are now laying eight and a half, anywhere from eight and a half to nine. Total of 48. Uh, I kind of hinted at it earlier. This would be the other leg of my teaser with Green Bay. Um, Brady owns Atlanta. Um, Tampa Bay owns Atlanta. Keeping it simple, Wong through through seven and three. Uh, Tampa wins by at least a field goal for me. What do you got? I am on. I this is. <laughs> I am going to regret this so much. I have stayed away from Atlanta for over a year. Mm-hmm. But as that Bugs Bunny memes sometimes tell us forgive me lord but it's time to go back to the old me i'm I'm on atlanta plus eight and a half i i like what they're doing maybe they get pits involved i don't know if if they do great if they don't yeah whatever i i think they keep it with an eight and a half i think it's a letdown spot for tampa uh yeah for tampa because of the whole sunday night chiefs game brady's going through a divorce I hate mm. to keep bringing it up. There's no way he's watching as much film as he should be this week. Mm. He's getting his assets in line. He's meeting with lawyers. He's making sure everything is airtight. He's going to be a little distracted. Tampa could not run the ball at all a lick against that Kansas City defense. Does Mariota have enough? I mean, they hung in there, and I think he, I think he had seven completions last week. He's not going to do that again. He's going to go for six this week. No, I, I like Atlanta here just because of, I feel like there's a lot of distractions against Tampa. They haven't that that was the first game against the Chiefs that they really looked that good and they were down by two scores almost the whole game. So it wasn't it wasn't going against I, I feel like the actual defense that that would have happened if it was a closer game. So I, I just still not sold on this offense for Tampa. And I think in the division game, I think the Falcons have enough to keep it uh within eight. Fair enough. I'm leading Tampa. Uh, nothing for me here, though, besides the teaser. Um, you know, Atlanta on the road here. They're going to want to run the ball. Uh, Tampa, you know, hasn't been great against the run this year by any means. But, uh, you know, they should – you would like to think that they uh, can slow down Atlanta at the very least. And then the other end of the ball, they, they couldn't they, – Tampa has not been able to run the ball at all this year. However, coming up against one of the worst run deals in the league um, – Brady, you know, anytime people start to doubt him, it's never a bad spot to back him. So uh, I'm I'm eyeballing it, but I got nothing for now. Uh, Godwin should be getting healthier. Uh, so maybe a Tampa team total or something like that along those lines. What would that come in at? They would come in just thinking against that D. 40. You know what? Give me the over. Give me the over. All right. Team total? Over 48. Over, over 48. Full game? Over 48. Right. Full game. I was, if it makes you feel better, I was between Atlanta and the, and the full game over. Okay. I don't know if that's good or bad for me, but. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't either. 
I don't know what so, some people still reach out to me on Instagram and whatnot, asking <laughs> advice on picks. I'm like, I, I don't know why they keep doing this. Like, I'm not good at this. You gotta, if the total is 48 and they're eight and a half point favorites, the, the team total has got to be what 28 and a half. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's, um, it's a little steep for my liking. I'll take the over. All right. I got that locked Moving in. Moving on. Minnesota, Kirk Cousins, host in Chicago. Total seven, minus seven for Minnesota with, or I'm sorry, total's 44. Minnesota's laying seven. I was say total seven. Wow. I didn't even blink twice, actually, because that makes sense for the Bears. <laughs> this is a gross one. Oh, um, God, yeah. Does Chicago's offense get right against that Minnesota D that is very bad? Um, Wait, let me interject here. What does okay. Chicago's offense getting right look like? In your I mind? would say Fields rushing for 80 yards. I would say very run oriented, just just uh, chewing up clock. Mm-hmm. Maybe a, a big play from Mooney, okay. something like that. That Minnesota D is trash, man. We like you said, Andy Dalton torched them in London. Uh, so if there's ever a time for Chicago to figure something out, if there was anything to figure out, it would be this week. Um, I'm kind of done with Minnesota for for the, the yeah. near future. Oh yeah. So I ain't laying seven. Um. This is the spot too. This is the other. This is the other spot for the teams not taking a buy out of the London game. So, for that four and one stat, it would technically apply to Chicago. I don't think it was meant for them though. What would that be? That would be. Nineteen. It'd be around nineteen. So that score similar, very similar to Seattle. Yeah. God, Chicago looked bad last week, too. They just looked bad all year. Yeah. I mean, if there is a defense, uh, in fairness to them, they've gone against San Fran's defense, Green Bay's defense, which both with most people had probably top five in the league this year coming into the year. Houston's defense, which is okay up until last week, and then the Giants' defense, which has been good, but they've played bad teams. So right. this would be the defense to get right, to your point. Justin Fields is 34 for 67 on the year through four games. I'm going to say, I'm just going to say his completion stats every week. Oh, I, I don't, I'm not getting involved here. I'm not even touching it. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck it. I'm not, I'm you not touching this game, bro. No, 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 no. We will move on here. Washington hosting Tennessee. Washington's catching two and a half with a total of 43. Let's just start. Yeah, so I, I don't have anything this game. I will say Dotson on the Commanders and Burks on the Titans are both out. So a little promising rookie wide receiver matchups on not on the cards anymore. I I would honestly probably lean Washington here. I think second straight road game for Tennessee just had a, you know, that that big matchup against the Colts, probably a little bit of a letdown spot coming to to Washington. Washington, I think they lost three straight. They look they look bad, but I would I would lean the Commanders. I'm just I'm not ready to get in bed with them yet. 
Yeah, I agree. I would lean. I lean Washington at three. It's at two and a half now. I would now lean Tennessee, uh, just to get get the job done. But yeah, similar to you, n- not touching that as of right now. Hopefully, we get Scary Terry involved a little bit for all the fantasy owners like me that took him um, with Dotson out. So, hey, nice. here's to that. <laughs> we will move on. Jets, 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 Jets. They're hosting Miami. They are catching anywhere from looks like mostly threes now. There's one three and a half out there with a total of 45 and a half to 46. Uh, this really comes down to Bridgewater versus Tua and kind of how you value them. I've seen people uh, end up on both ends of this this argument where people are grabbing plus three and a half jets, being like, no, this is this is a bigger deal than people think. And others are like, you guys are massively overvaluing Tua for now. I'm most likely going to sit back and, and just kind of watch this one. What about you? Yeah, I'm just going to watch it. I feel like I might have got, I wouldn't say lucky, but I'm one to know in the jet bets this year. It's it's a Teddy Bridgewater revenge game. No, mm-hmm. it's it's not a revenge game. He's He actually had very nice things to say about the Jets. Pretty much said they got his career back on track after that that leg injury in Minnesota. So um, I forgot he played for the Jets. <laughs> Yeah, they flipped him for a third round pick after the preseason oh for the God. Saints. I yeah, I don't have anything here. I, I would lean the Jets. I gotta be honest. They look pretty good. I'm just a little worried about obviously Tyreek Hill and Waddle against those safeties. They had a better game, Whitehead and and um Joiner against the Steelers, but the lack of communication, if that happens, I mean, they're going for a touchdown. So that would definitely worry me as well as kind of the thrown-together offensive line. I think Dwayne Brown was back at practice today, so maybe he'll start. But uh, having having Vera Tucker at left tackle is probably not the best thing for Zach, but we'll see. One last thing, too. I, I feel like, I mean – Offensively, the Jets were stagnant. I guess you'd say in the first in the first half, Zach looks really rusty. I mean, that happens at home, man. Those fans are booing. So hopefully that doesn't happen. But yeah, I, I got nothing on this game. I'm gonna lean the Jets, but staying away. Just just gonna try to enjoy this one. Fair enough. We will move on. Cleveland hosting the Chargers. Chargers got right last week against Houston. Cleveland is catching two and a half with a total of 47 and a half. What do you got? I don't have anything here either. Do you? So I, I really like Cleveland at plus three. Um, I'm not going to make anything official as of now. Hopefully I get to get to rip that um, come Sunday. Uh, maybe a play in our comp in our contest. And basically my thought process here is I watched the entire Cleveland game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, defense got bullied by Atlanta's offensive line. It was uh, uh, alarming, to say the least. It's a very soft defense. Uh, however, Chargers cannot run the ball. They don't want to run the ball. Uh, they're more of an air raid, which Cleveland should be able to kind of hide that softness up front uh, in that type of matchup. And then on the other end, uh, you know, Cleveland at home should be able to run the ball. Uh, they had they asked Brissett to throw way more than they should have last week. Um I think they get back to their ways, run the ball. Uh, I'm going to end up taking the three if I can at home. But um, as of right now, it's just two and a half out there. So I have to sit back and wait for that. But uh, definitely we'll be on Cleveland come Sunday. Okay. 
I don't know what it would cost to buy that half point right now, to be honest with you. That's the only reason I, if I can do that, I'll, I'll give me the plus three and then we'll figure out the juice, but um, I'll be on Cleveland. Yeah. I mean, I, it's tough to get a read on this Chargers team. It really is. And they, they seem like they don't blow people out. I mean, they almost, lost, they almost let the Texans back in the game list. They, I mean, they did let them back in the game, honestly, but it's, it's tough to get a read on them. And if Cleveland can run the ball, man, I, Chargers are going to have a very tough time. I would agree. I would agree. Moving on, we have New England. Uh, they have not announced who's playing quarterback. It's either going to be Hoyer or Zappi. And uh, New England's laying three with a total of 45 and a half. I'm not you start. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Let me ask you how many points Detroit scored last week. Uh, it's 45. 30? 45? Yeah. How many did Seattle score? 48. 93 points. Holy shit. The total's at 45 and a half. Give me that over. Give me that over. Detroit is first in scoring offense this year. They are last in scoring defense. You're going to tell me you're going to give me a 45 spot? I hope Billy Zappi, Billy, Bailey Zappi starts. He looked pretty good against the, the Packers. Packers have a lot of a better defense than Detroit, so... This is ah, this is my lock of the week again. I went one on one locks of the week last week. I am I think I'm I'm two and two in locks of the week. This is my lock of the week here, over 45 and a half in this Detroit New England game. There's gonna be points. I don't know where they're gonna come from, but there's gonna be points. I'm on Ross St. Brown should be back. He almost came, but he almost played last week. He should be back this week. Still no Swift, but Jamal Williams has shown that he is good enough to get the job done. TJ Hawkinson looked great last week. New England should be able to put up some points. Let's go over, everybody. Let's have some fun. Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to be on New England minus the three here. Uh, pretty simple. I, I, I'm i not a big Mac Jones guy, so going to these backups, it, it doesn't scare me uh, that much. That Detroit defense is worst unit in the league, so uh, I expect New England to be able to scheme up enough to you know score some points. And then on the other end, you, know, you got Belichick who uh, – you know, I am confident in him at minus three. You know, I'm essentially saying I need you to win. Uh, I'm confident in him doing enough to stop stop Goff, who has to now come to New England, play outside um, in a tough environment. So give me New England minus three here. I think um, they, they get the win. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Carolina. On to the four o'clock. So Carolina, Baker and Co. Uh, still no word on rule getting fired yet, but... Close. They uh they're catching Close. six and a half at home against San Fran. This seems almost too easy, right? It, mm-hmm. It's that San Fran defense against Baker. You know, is it that simple? I don't know. Uh, San Fran's a weird team where you know I was on the Monday night, but it, it if everything's working offensively, it, it's it's great, and then sometimes it just doesn't work, man. I don't know if it's because of penalties withholding. I really don't know what it is. Is this one of those spots on the road where they 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 get stifled a little bit, or or they get the job done? It feels like that. It feels like this line's a little low to me, which would convince me to bet the Panthers. I, however, am not going to take the bait. I don't really want to watch this game. I am so done with watching the Panthers. Get Matt Rule out of there. Just get him out. Throw him out. The team stinks right now, and. I'm not taking anything in this game. 
it's a, it, it, it is a letdown spot. It's a letdown spot for the Niners. Panthers just suck. But I can't, I just can't bring the under. Ah, I've been betting a lot of unders. It's not fun. Okay. It's taking a okay. toll on me. Okay. Fair. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't taken many totals this year, so I can't blame you. Uh that I'm 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 fine with that. We'll, we'll avoid that. We'll move on. Arizona hosting Philly. Arizona's catching five and a half at home uh, with a total of forty nine. Uh, I'll start, or did I start the last one? You start this one. Yeah, I'm leading. I don't have a pick here, but I'm leading the over, just because Arizona moves quick. If they score, they score quick. If they go three and out, they go three and out quick. Eagles seem to be a pretty well-oiled machine right now on offense and defense. Run, run game was spectacular last week. They didn't really need to lean on, on A.J. Brown or Devonta Smith and, and Goddard. So it's it seems like a spot where there's going to be some points. So I would lean the over. I haven't taken anything yet, though. Yeah, I have nothing here. This is... I want to fade that Arizona team. They just do not look right at all. There's a little bit. There's clearly some issues between Cliff and uh, Kyler, mm-hmm. and they're going up against this, uh, you know, juggernaut as of right now in Philly. It's just that five and a half is weird. It's a weird mm-hmm. number. Arizona has been decent against the run, which is what Philly kind of wants to do. You know what, man? Give me Philly. I'll I'll lay it. I'll lay the five. Five and a half. Um, if if it's, it's between really Philly and San Fran, it's the the two teams that are on the road laying less than a touchdown for good reason, or, or not for good reason, but for a reason rather. Um, one of them's going to let down. Hopefully, it's not both of them. For me, I'm going to go with Philly here. Give me, give me it. It's it's a soft, soft Arizona team, but going up against a, a Philly team that. To, to come back the way they did against Jacksonville uh, in the monsoon. I think it was a pick six, like very early in the game to go down yep. seven, nothing came back. Um, Arizona, you know, did not look good at all, you know, and beat a Carolina team, but that's God awful. So Philly should be laying a touchdown here. In my opinion, I'll, I'll, I'll lay the points. I like it. Don't love that though. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm just I don't so love it either, programmed. but if there's a side to pick, I feel like it's the Eagles. Right. I'm just so programmed to not, lay points like that on the road but i mean between philly and san fran i, I don't know how, how you san fran, carolina's defense is at least good that's why i'm staying away from san fran because that defense can actually play mm-hmm. um we've said that for years now so jimmy g you see he got caught complaining about shanahan's play calling as well on monday did he i didn't see that yeah, they get caught him being like your plays fucking suck <laughs> and he admitted it he was like yeah i've said worse though so that's a little weird. Um, give me Philly here. Just bang, bang, bird gang. Keep riding. Um, we will move on to the last 4 o'clock game. We have the Rams hosting Dallas. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Dak. Hopefully you have some info there. But Rams are laying 5.5 with a total of 43. What do you got? I, I think Dak's one more week away. I don't think he's going to play this week. They're saying he's having a little trouble gripping a ball. So it should be Cooper Rush again. Won all three games with him. Dallas is actually the best team since last year against the spread, they're 16 and five, weirdly enough. Mm. Rams looked awful. And that's sh- uh, against the Niners. It's a short week for them. Offensive line was really bad against that pass rush. It's not going to get any easier against the Cowboys. That being said, I don't have a play here. This, 
the 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 Cooper Rush magic has to has to run out eventually, right? Maybe it's this week. I don't know. That that over under is so low too for for teams that have such playmakers. So I'm I'm not I'm not touching any of this. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, that O line for the Rams looks god awful, and Dallas does have some pass rushers, some dogs that you would think gets after Stafford. That offense looks broken. Uh, McVay wants to run the ball, and no one can block or run. The running the running backs suck. Um, then Allen Robinson, I don't know what's going on. I guess he can't get open. Can't Stafford get open. won't even look that way. I don't even see him look. That's how he knows he's simply just force feeding cup, which, you know, typically it's hard to win games when, when we're forcing it as hard as they are right now on the other end of the ball, you know, it's Cooper rush is, is it legit? Um, I would lean Dallas getting five and a half to be honest with you. Yeah. I don't hate it, but uh, nothing. I'll lean Dallas in the over to your point with the playmakers. Maybe it's, it's a good time to kind of zig when everyone else is zagging. Um, but nothing for me as of now. All right. And 345 left. We got two games. Let's go. Sunday night, Baltimore, Cincy. This should be a good one. Baltimore's lane three, total 48 and a half. I'll let you start. I am taking the over here, 48 and a half. Okay. I, uh, both teams can score. Baltimore's defense has been struggling so bad. Cincy can't run the ball, so they're going to be throwing it. Um, Cincy's defense isn't particularly good either. So, yeah, I think there's going to be some points here. So give me the 48 and a half. I would also probably lean Cincy right now. I don't like what I see out of Baltimore lately. Fair. See, I'm I'm a second away from taking Baltimore. It's just last year, since he owned them, correct? Mm-hmm. See, I, I think Burrow is toast right now, man. I don't know if you watch Thursday night. With without if Tuda's not coming out of that game, um, and you know, they Higgins uh, burnt. I don't know what corner was on him. And Burrow honestly underthrew him, made it harder than it had to be. Burrow is not it. Yeah, Burrow is not it right now. Going into Baltimore in prime time, Baltimore's offense is clicking. Um, however, that Cincy D is not. It, you know, we give them a lot of credit. Uh, give me. I, I, I want to take the home team minus three, and you know what? I'll, I'll take them. Baltimore minus three at home Sunday night. Uh, give me Lamar and that offense over what I'm seeing from Burrow and the other offense right now. All right. I like it. I like it. I will say, though, Cincy's defense is definitely better. Yeah, I'm still not sold on them, but you're right. They are better. So it's tough. I would say Cincy's defense is, is significantly better as of right now. This is also to hoping Harbaugh is a good coach. And, and you know, whatever burnt them so often last year against Cincy, hopefully they can, they can uh, you know, figure something out there. Yeah. But all right, on to the Monday night game. The last game of the week, we have Kansas City hosting Vegas. Kansas City's lane seven, total of 51. I got nothing, so I'm going to leave this up to you. I don't know how Vegas is going to approach that game. Uh, last, you know, on Monday, Tampa decided to go away from the cover two, which whenever whenever a team does that and gets way too cocky with it, they get burnt. Um, Vegas did it twice. I think Vegas, the first time they played, used the cover two, one, and then went away from it in game two. If I might have that mixed up. So who knows what they're going to do. Um, but I'm staying away. Yeah, I'm leaning the over here. We'll see if I have the balls to take it. Just bad, bad defense on on Vegas. They let up 20, 23 to the Broncos, which is a big number. So, um, and then Kansas City obviously just put 41. So, leaning that, but I don't have an official play as of now. And now our interview with Ted Potenza. 
All right, everybody. It's a big, big day. We have our first guest for the 2022 NFL season. Someone's finally trying to win this T-shirt from us. It is Teapot, my cousin Teddy. Don't let the teapot steam. Teddy Potenza, how are we doing? You know, we're we're doing good. It was a tough week. I actually ate tree nuts at work on Monday. A little banged up Monday, couldn't breathe. <laughs> but uh, you know, we did the inhaler, did some Benadryl, and we're still here. So, How... where do you live now? Astoria. <laughs> Astoria, yeah. New York. Yep. I thought I thought I heard you were moving. No, I just I just moved apartments. Oh. I'm still here. Gotcha. You were supposed to go to Nashville. Right? To Nashville, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna say I heard yeah. something. Yeah, that, that last company was a little rocky, so we, we switched gears. Mm. How did you end up eating tree nuts if you know you're allergic to them? Well, you know, that's a good question. We should ask planners because uh, I've eaten the honey roasted peanuts many times. Uh, and I think I grabbed the mixed nuts bag, but, you know, they're, they're using the same color for the peanuts mm. and the mixed, mixed nuts, so. I did something very similar the other night. I um, I drank pre-workout at ten thirty at night. Uh, it my the protein and the pre-workout is an identical packaging. It just says on the bottom like what it is, but identical. And um, I poured some into some water, mix it up quick, and um, not not protein. I'm sorry, that's different consistency, like amino recovery stuff. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm with you there. That we well, that's healthy though, right? At least well. Not, not go for the heart at, at, at midnight yeah. when you're staring at the ceiling sweating. Neither is but, you know. Benadryl and, and uh, <laughs> inhaler. Built different. Hit that yeah. EpiPen, yeah. I, I haven't still... done anything like that, guys, so I, I got nothing here for you. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't lived? I got like six EpiPens if you want one. <laughs> I don't think I'm allergic to anything. We, we don't. Besides winning, that, I guess, though. but yeah. 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 All right, what so tree nuts. So like, or ca- like, what's a tree nut? Is cashew a tree nut? <laughs> you got yeah, pistachios, uh, almonds, cashews. Damn, they they come from the tree, you know, peanut. <laughs> Where does a peanut come from? It does it really. It's That's a what legume, I'm saying. It's not a nut. Oh, it's a legume. So you so, beans are like crazy. Yeah. What what other nuts besides peanuts come from the ground? I guess what other nuts are you not allergic just to? Macadamia, probably. Coconut, coconut. No, coconut that definitely comes from, from a tree. tree. Yeah, but it, it, different family, I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. All right, we're gonna what about to, walnuts. We're gonna have to look into that one. I can't. I can't have walnuts. I, I beat them too, but that was tough. Mm. Tough recovery. <laughs> we're six and zero, and still. Gotcha. All right, so let's get into uh, <laughs> let's get into your picks here. So, for any of the, for anyone new listening, we bring a guest on five picks in the week. You have to beat us straight up. Any ties, you don't win. If you win, you go into the immortality of getting a T-shirt from us that only Dave so far has. Ted, do you like the slate this week? Are you are, uh, are you going to bring it? Absolutely not. I actually hate the slate this week, but after looking at it, I got a couple, I got a couple spreads and I think I like the player 
player props a lot more. But I, I think they're all locked. Eh, not all locks. One of them's a lock. All right. I like it. All right. So, 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 what's your first pick? What's your first pick? All right. So, first, we're going to we're gonna fly across the pond. All right. Unlike Cowboys fans, I'm a realistic Giants fan. I think the Packers are going to beat the absolute shit out of the Giants. I'm prepared. We don't even know if Daniel Jones is playing, number one. Number two. I'll say this, too. I was wrong about Kenny Galladay. I thought, just throw him the ball. He'll catch it. He's not even going to play. He's hurt. They have no receivers. The Packers are going to control the clock, and I think they're going to run the shit out of the ball with Aaron Jones. We're going to go Aaron Jones over 58 and a half rushing yards. That's pick number one. All right. All right. I, I, I agree with you there. I agree with you there. I'm on the Packers minus eight. Yeah, I don't think uh, it's going to be close. Yeah, I, I agree. Especially. Leonard Williams, too, he's still kind of banged up. They have no run defense without him. Yeah, so. they, yeah, I think they're I think they're in for a tough ride over there. But we will see. They're overachieving so far. Absolutely. You guys want the second? Yes. Second yeah, you can pick. just kind of talk through them. We'll throw some comments. Right. And, um, second pick here, we got – I love Justin Herbert. His ribs, they're healing up by the second. I like this spread a lot, minus two and a half at Cleveland. Okay. Uh, I, I think they might beat the shit out of the Browns here, too. I really like this spread. Uh, number three, this, this is kind of my wild card play here, but I'm kind of looking at betting a little differently this year. You, you take a player like Terry McLaurin. He's been very quiet. All right? He's going to get a home game against Tennessee, who has absolutely no secondary. Can you name anyone on the secondary of Tennessee? Because I can't. I can't name no. anybody on the defense. Exactly. I think Terry McLaurin, this is a game when all of his fantasy owners are pissed off. He's got two for 10. I think he's going to break out. He gets 100 yards. We'll play it safe. We'll say over 55 and a half. Now, I didn't see any official receiving bets yet, but usually we'll hit that 55 and a half mark. Put them over 60. Yeah, we'll, we'll do 55 and a half for now. But I'm right, yeah, you're just you're just picking the number. We'll we'll, we'll check that <laughs> yeah. line when it comes out. We'll, yeah. Whatever, whatever the minus right. 15 yardage is, I'm betting it. Okay. All right. Fair, fair enough. Fair. Whatever the minus fair. 15 right. yardage is. Now, pick let me say this. Pick number four here. This is this is the absolute lock. We're gonna call this the Himothy lock. Okay. This man needs his respect. No disrespect to Jamar Chase, but I think T. Higgins is one of the best receivers in football. I absolutely love T. Higgins. He's fighting out of Knoxville, just like Morgan Wallen. All right. He's so from Tennessee. Play. Yeah, he's from Knoxville. Right outside Knoxville, Oak Ridge. He should have been a country singer. Why actually, why why are you so familiar with T. Higgins? I'll tell you why, Foley. I like <laughs> the players that kind of fly under the radar. All right. Okay. They don't need their like you know how I feel about Odell. We don't need to get on Odell. I had a love-hate relationship with Odell. He was a diva. I think he still is a diva. He's on LinkedIn now. He's a diva. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jamar Chase, he's really good. There's no question. But sometimes, even like Justin Jefferson, I don't know. I, 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 don't know. I want T. Higgins. Give me T. Higgins. That did not Any explain day. anything. <laughs> You just did the best well, job. That was a filibuster, bro. You, you ex- All right. He, was he, go, he goes, the question was, Ted, 
How do you know so much, or how how do you know so much about T Higgins? And you just talked about Jamar Chase, OBJ. Well, because I don't know, well, I don't because, know how OBJ factored into that at all. Yeah. Well, because he flies on the radar. I want to, you know, see. All right. Well, like, OBJ does. He from? No, 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 no. T Higgins does. Jamar uh, Chase right, flies under the radar. This guy's from? No, no, no. T Higgins. T Higgins. I think I think Jamar I, I Chase think, is why he says Higgins flies under the radar. All right. Yes. Okay. And again, with, with this bet here, it's only six. He's T Higgins over 67 and a half yards. It's on DraftKings right now. You saw with Jalen Waddle minus 115. Okay. 67 and a half? 67 like and a half, that. yes. I like that. That's my absolute lock right there. I do like that. You saw what Waddle and Hill did to the Ravens a couple of weeks ago. See, Matt, give me so, give me the give me the under on that. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, on T Higgins. Yeah, that that number I think is a little bit inflated because of that that one play last week. Um, Burrow looks horrible. It's not a Higgins thing. I like Higgins too. I think Burrow is just something's yeah. way off with him. Um, saying he needs to get seventy yards in a prime time game against a division rival on the road, I'll, I'll ride the under there. And just based off that handicap okay. he gave us, I have to um, just for the entertainment. Okay. It'll be Jam- it'll be Justin Jefferson's fault if if he goes under. Definitely. No, Odell's fault. Odell. I still don't know I, if you I, like or, or hate Odell. <laughs> I think he might come back to the Giants, but if he does, I don't know. It's, that'll be a different conversation. But so they have Sunday night props up, but they don't have um, McLaurin's? No. And, and then another reason why my last pick here – Another reason why I hate the Cowboys, they have the Cowboys props up, but they don't have any other props up. Yeah, that's classic. Of course, they have the the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas uh, dog shits. Yeah, the <laughs> Dallas horse shit Cowboys. All right, here, let the last pick I have here. This has the makings to be an absolute fucking slobber knocker. The Rams are going to destroy the Dallas Cowboys here. Rams are at home, minus five and a half. Matt Stafford, he'll figure it out. He's going to get the ball out to Cooper Cup. He doesn't really have a lot else to throw to. Hopefully, Allen Robinson can get it going. I think this is a game the Cowboys get absolutely destroyed. And then all the headlines come out, oh, where's Dak, Dak, this. And then we'll hear about the Cowboys for another, you know, every day for the whole week. Then Dak will come back. They'll win a couple games, and then they'll be Super Bowl favorites. But then the Giants will beat the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. But anyway, I, I think the Rams destroyed the Cowboys here. Um, you guys agree with that or no? What, what do we What do we think about the Cowboys lately? I was just going to ask you real quick. What would you do if OBJ went to the Cowboys? Hmm. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he went, if he went to the Cowboys. Um, I think I would honestly rather him go to the Cowboys and come back to the Giants, honestly, to just make it all easier to deal with. <laughs> Yeah, but the Chinese yeah. receivers so bad. They do, but uh, apparently he wasn't even visiting the facility. He was visiting Shepard. Yeah, I saw so that. that was the thing this week. So, so he's a good teammate. Uh, apparently, yeah, he's a good teammate. But again, I, I always love bringing up the fact that when the Giants gave him hundred million dollars, the first thing he did was an interview with Will Wayne, bashing New York City, Eli Manning. Then they traded him, and then he questioned why they traded him. I think. And then his dad made a whole 15-minute montage about how Baker's missing him. 
Yeah. And it's funny. I will say Odell fans are very similar to Cowboys fans, very similar to Lakers fans, mm-hmm. very similar to Notre Dame fans, Duke fans. They just kind of say what is kind of the the mainstream narrative, I guess. They don't really look into, you know, what happened. What Like, why, why did the Giants trade Odell? Why do the Cowboys suck, you know? They don't really look into the backstory. I feel like yeah, there's are, a lot. Are they of... really going to make a playoff run? Seriously, do you really think that? No, absolutely not. They will never be the team like the 49ers, like the Rams, like the Packers in the postseason. They messed up. They traded Amari Cooper. They're done. They gotta. They gotta wait another five to ten years rebuild. I think. I think uh, two things. One, I found a McLaurin prop, 56 and a half. I, I got to give you props for how close you were on that. I don't, I don't know how like how you on. spit that out. We might need um, to give him a win just for that. Yeah. Well, I'll give you guys um, some credit. The A.J. Brown bet last week, I loved that play, 55 and a half over. That was an easy hit. I didn't do the I gotta, touchdown. I only did the yards. The touchdown yeah. should have hit, too. The refs just got a little fucking handsy. So I did catch him, too. I did five, five plus. He got five, so. Right. Thank you for that. Um, and as far as your Cowboys play, I was, we, we talked about it. I it, It's tough. The only thing that scares me with the Rams is that O-line is so bad right now, and Dallas does have some pass rushers. Um, but I, I kind of agree. I, I feel like Rush is due for a real bad stinker, um, and it might yeah. come against that defense. So I, I, I do agree. I, I do see where you're coming from there. Absolutely. And I would like to say, too, with the Cowboys, I – I don't. I don't hate all Cowboys fans. I got much respect for for Maddie Quach. He's actually a real Cowboys fan. It's the fans like leaving MetLife last Monday night that have the. They just clearly have no idea what's going on. They have an old, wrinkled Jason Witten jersey from two thousand four with the numbers falling off. That are like, oh, <laughs> they'd probably never been to Dallas. They probably don't even know who Cooper Rush is, and they're just in MetLife just going crazy that, that, that's what i hate about the dallas cowboys they're america's team bro oh i, I hate that <laughs> they play in the nfc east they're in fucking texas explain that i don't understand that <laughs> i don't understand that either i gotta be honest that's a great point yeah. carolina is so much closer why is it why does no one talk about that they're they're in dallas and they're in the nfc east why can't we have like well i don't want tampa but well carolina is the closest me, right yeah carolina give me carolina yeah yeah, that's a good point, actually. It I is would love crazy. to see the Cowboys play the Saints twice a year and just see where they want. Well, back when they had Breeze, I don't know. Yeah, it, it is it is a weird thing. I always thought that, but I guess it's so – you can't really realign the visions at this point, right? No, you can't. Well, Not those rivalries, too. Them. Yeah. All right, anything else you want to say, Ted? Um, I feel like we covered everything in it. Let me think if, if we're missing. Oh, just a bonus, completely bonus bet. I really like a McLaurin anytime touchdown here. Not related to my shirt bets, but if we want to, if, you, if you're trying to make a little extra money this weekend, you got some money to blow, throw 50 on a McLaurin touchdown. Okay. Okay. We'll throw you a little something extra if that hits. Okay. I, I like that. I don't know what it will be. But... Oh, I will say too, I took Washington. Off my my five bets just because. So you like Washington? I kind of did, but and then also Arizona. I didn't. I didn't want to bet an NFC East team. 
on this on my five. But I think Arizona might really challenge the Eagles a little bit. And then I think Washington, I think they could very easily beat Tennessee and Washington. Yes, yeah, I lean that, I way, lean that way as well. Yeah, yeah, we both did. But it's hard to bet. It's hard to bet the commanders right now. Right. You know, because it it's like yeah. if it works out, it's like it's great. But if it doesn't, you're like, why the fuck did I bet them? I agree. That's why I like these player bets. I I think I know Curtis Samuel gets a lot of targets now too, but I, I think McLaurin, this is his week. Yeah, Dawson's out too. So there's some targets there going to, to scary Terry. All right. So Ted, we got I like yeah. that. I like that. I like yeah. that. I like that play. I might I might be on that on Sunday. Yeah, I'm probably going to find my way on that. Just a root for you. All right, so we got Aaron Jones over 58 and a half rushing yards. Chargers minus two and a half. Scary Terry over 56 and a half. Wait, Aaron Higgins. Jones, when did that? I missed that. That was his first pick. Yeah, first pick. Oh, I thought you said, oh, I didn't. I thought, oh, the, the Packers blowing him out turned into Aaron Jones. You, you're not laying the eight? Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't want to lay points against oh. the Giants. So oh, I, fuck. I missed that. that. <laughs> No, yeah, just just Aaron Jones. I think I like that too. Giants, he did. So I can't. He did. I Ted. I did. I know you said your picks before, but I did think yeah. you were. By the way, you described everything. I was like, oh, is he going Packers? And then you said the Aaron Jones. <laughs> and I will say too, of all the Cowboys shit, I was so close to just betting money line Cowboys on that Monday night game just so I would leave happy. But I did hit the ten like parlay. You did. A couple Richie James, a couple Barkley catches. That was nice. With the there we go. Super boost. See, Mac, we got to do a parlay of sorts this weekend. We got to tweet it out. Yeah, we we'll do. both we'll both ride it, and then if we can ever hit one, we can celebrate it on the pod. Yeah, I feel like I was at fault for the first one, but I know. Right, I was at, let's wrap. I know. I was at fault. All right. All right. And then uh, oh, the last pick is Rams minus five and a half against the Cowboys. All right, Ted, thanks for coming on. We will Instagram picks, tweet picks out. Um, and anything else before we sign off, Ted? Anything else before we sign off, Foley? I'm good. No, just uh, much, much respect with the utmost respect. Thank you for having me. Beautifully said. Thanks for coming on, Ted. Thanks for being our first guest. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we will talk to you next week. Bye.